Pogoverse is a weekly news podcast all about Pokemon Go, hosted by Ryan Kubo. If you want more information on the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash Pogoverse. You can also find Ryan at twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo, twitter.com slash Ryan Kubo, or instagram.com slash Ryan Kubo. We hope that you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, welcome back to episode four of the Pogoverse. My name is Kubo. Hope everyone is doing well out there and hopefully your Pokemon Go adventures were good this week. Uh, fairly uh, short episode, I believe, uh, when it comes to at least articles, but we have a lot of stuff to go over. The articles, or at least the last article that we have is pretty dense and pretty informational and probably the biggest change that we've ever had to Pokemon Go. And I definitely want to go over that article and give it enough time to kind of go over it, but then also kind of talk about some of the things that Niantic uh, did with it and how I feel about it. Um, but yeah, right off the bat, my week in Pokemon Go was pretty normal. Um, I had played a little bit less just because I've been super busy. The Lunar New Year stuff, though, did come out this past week. So if you guys didn't know, we talked about this last episode. But Lunar New Year's is in the game, and what that does mean is a couple of things. It means that uh, more red Pokemon are showing up, a red color. You can also uh, potentially find a Gyarados in the wild that is shiny. Flareon and Charmeleon are showing up as well, too. So if you need those candies, I'd highly suggest to go do that. One of the things that they mentioned as that wasn't mentioned, actually, I should say, in the article we went over last week is that shiny Magmar is showing up as well. So there is a chance Magmars are spawning all over the place. Go get yourself a shiny Magmar if you want to go do that as well. So, yeah. Um, also, since last week we had Raid Weekend last week with Latios and Latias. Ended up doing, I think, I want to say about 10 raids uh, over the weekend. Uh, you know, a couple here, a few there, a few there. Wasn't like a whole bulk thing. Uh, didn't get a shiny, unfortunately, of either Latios or Latias. Did get some decent ones, though, and, uh, you know, padded my collection very nicely with some candy, which is super, super nice. But overall, um, you know, Raid Wink went as good as it went. Went to a local, um, like, huge park that we have uh, where I live and ended up meeting with friends there. Um, and then a couple of the other raids, I just met with people on the way back. Uh, on the way back from work on Friday, as well on the weekends, just some random places that we ended up going to, and I ended up getting enough people to um, end up playing Pokemon Go and take down some raids as well. So that was super, super nice. Uh, other than that, uh, yesterday we ended up going to uh, Disneyland and doing some Pokemon Go there, which is super, super nice, mostly on Gotcha, to be honest. Uh, ended up just walking around with the Gotcha while I was hanging out with friends, ended up just getting a ton of Stardust and capturing stuff all the time. And not really having to worry about anything, which was super nice. If you guys don't have a gotcha, or I would highly suggest you get one. Auto spins, auto catches Pokemon for you while your game is running in the background, which is super, super convenient or whatever. You don't have to press the little button every single time. But I uh, did a lot of AFK farming this week, so that was super nice. But overall, weekend was pretty chill. Uh, the rest of the week was pretty normal in a sense, or whatever, with the Lunar New Year stuff. But overall, decent uh, week in Pokemon Go. Jumping into the articles, though, for this week, uh, as always, I would suggest that you guys jump into the show notes. They are in a Google Doc, which is down below in the episode description of uh, YouTube or Spotify Origins or wherever you might be listening to us. And following along with those articles, if you want more in-depth uh, information, since we kind of just skim and go over these articles semi-quickly. 
Uh, first article up though, January 2020 combat rebalance update. Um, I'm not a huge PVPer, and that's something that we're gonna get to in a little bit here. Is the huge news, uh, the huge Pokemon Go update that came out. But uh, once again, I'm not a huge PVPer, so this is something that we're just gonna kind of skim over very quickly. But they said that they updated the combat system, charge attacks, and switching one I'll be cute and activated at the end of your current fast attack and won't be overridden by any falling fast attacks. Certain visual bugs in battles have been fixed as well. They said that there have been updates to the falling existent attacks in Pokemon Go. This Megahorn damage output has been increased. This should make Pokemon like Absol, Nidoking, Excavil, and Heracross more threatened when using it. They said Volt, which is a fast attack, now activates and generates energy more quickly. This change should be beneficial to Raikou. Raichu, Alone Raichu, Jolteon, and Alone Golem as well. They said that there's new attacks in Pokemon Go as well. Uh, and when they say attacks, they just mean one flying press. Uh, they said flying press is coming to Pokemon Go. Niantic hasn't shared a lot of information, but here's what we currently know from today's announcement. Certain Pokemon will soon be able to learn attacks that haven't yet been seen in Pokemon Go. Flying press will be a charged fighting move, and that's really all we have about it as well. Uh... Uh, and then they added a bunch of Pokemon that can learn more attacks as well. Plusu and Mew can now learn Grass Knot. Lantern can now learn Spark. Ampharos can now learn Thunder uh, Thunder Punch. Uh, and then Mescreen can learn Bubble Beam. And Vespaqueen can now learn Fury Cutter and Air Slash. Uh, in addition to that, they said Select Kanto Pokemon will be able to learn moves they originally had back in 2016 as well. Raichu can learn Thundershock, Magneton can learn Thundershock and Discharge, Venomoth can learn Poison Fang, Haunter can learn Shadow Ball, and Hypno can learn Shadow Ball as well. If you guys didn't know, uh, Pokemon from 2016, uh, even some from 2017, etc., they have these things called Legacy Moves. As the game has evolved and changed in Pokemon Go, certain Pokemon from 2016 haven't, you know, don't have those new moves. So when you catch a Magnemite out in the wild nowadays and evolve it, it back in the day, <laughs> would know a different charge move than the, a Magnemite that evolved into a Magneton 2020. That has now changed, so certain of those legacy Pokemon aren't as good now, or aren't as rare, so you can't leverage them for trades. One of my big suggestions for anyone coming back to Pokemon Go, which is something we'll probably go over here in a few episodes of the podcast, is to definitely um, save your 2016 Pokemon. I know a lot of people who have recently come back to the game after probably not playing since 2016, 2017 maybe, uh, I would definitely highly suggest you guys to go to some Pokemon Go websites, uh, which are linked in the article, uh, in the description notes, and go and check out what legacy moves those have. Because I've had a ton of friends come back, and they're like, oh, all these Pokemon suck, and just clear out their inventory, or something like that. And that's not really the smart thing to do, especially since there is trading in Pokemon Go now. Um, you know, you can leverage this Pokemon for some pretty good trades to people who are PvPers and stuff and get a jumpstart, head start to all that type of stuff. So definitely go and check out uh, that article and uh, check out what's different with Pokemon PvP. Next up, this is just a PSA announcement, um, and this is probably okay for now, but we, uh, we've confirmed that shiny odds trades are around 9, 9 to 10% right now. Uh, when it comes to becoming, uh, you know, lucky trades or whatever in Pokemon Go. So keep that in mind that before January 27th, unfortunately, lucky trades were not boosted, which was kind of annoying to deal with in the game. But nowadays that they, they are boosted or whatever, but it's around 10%. So if you guys are going crazy with the trade and don't, I mean, you can, 
but you know, keep that in mind that this isn't going to be like a super crazy boost of lucky trades. If you guys don't know what lucky Pokemon are in Pokemon Go, lucky Pokemon is something that was added in with trading in Pokemon Go. When you trade a Pokemon to one of your friends, it has a very small chance of becoming lucky, where it will say it's a lucky Pokemon, it will have yellow, you know, around it, etc., etc. Uh, a lucky Pokemon takes 75% less candy and Stardust to power up. So it's really, really beneficial. And a lot, a lot of uh, people will do lucky trades uh, every single day with their friends or during community days or raid days or whatever. Just trade Pokemon to their friends to get a lucky Pokemon because there is a chance that if it comes lucky, it's, you know, IVs get re-scrambled as well. And then you also have a very good chance of, you know, making it so that it costs less to power up, which everyone likes. But keep in mind, the lucky trade is about 10% boost. Normally, it's about 4 to 5%, so now it's around 9 to 10%. So it is doubled, to keep, so keep that in mind. And you have a little bit to be able to uh, utilize this as well. But just want to give you guys the information on that, give you guys the stats about that as well. Let me take a sip of water here, and we'll get to our last article. So, the last article, and something that is the majority episode I hope to talk about right now, is the Go Battle League. This is probably one of the biggest updates that we've had to Pokemon Go in a while. If you guys haven't played Pokemon Go, maybe this will convince you to come back. I don't know. But um, this is a pretty big update, and there's a lot of confusion and a lot of talks about how this actually works. And, uh, you know, just for... Uh, you know, transparency sakes, I'm also uh, opening a Pokemon Go on my phone just so that I make sure that I don't mess any of this stuff up. Anyway, Go Battle League is what Pokemon Go and Niantic are calling the new online PvP system. That is right. There is now an online PvP ranked system in Pokemon Go. Um, there's some caveats to it, and we'll definitely get into that right now. Uh, currently, I will say as of the recording of this episode... Uh, right, which is right now January 29th, 2020. The game, uh, the Pokemon Go Battle League is locked to trainers that are, I believe, 36 level 36 and higher. So, if you're not account level 36 or higher, you will not be able to utilize this feature. Obviously, this feature will slowly roll out for the next week or two so that everyone will be able to use this feature, but I guess they just want to roll it out very, very slowly. But I do think that this feature is a pretty huge feature in general that, um, you know, can't be overlooked. Um, this is basically online PvP battling uh, in Pokemon Go, which is huge in my opinion. Um, we'll kind of go over it, and then we'll kind of go over some things uh, I do and don't like about this system. Um, just for the record, like I said earlier as well, I am not a Pokemon Go PvPer. So my experience and my information on this type of stuff might be a little inaccurate, uh, but this is kind of coming from someone who doesn't really PvP all that much. But yeah. So first of all, we are going to have what is called preseason. Um, this is, you know, a testing season, a phase season. You know, this doesn't count towards anything or whatever ranks will be soft reset, etc. Now, how does this exactly work? Well, there are three leagues in Pokemon Go called Great League. Ultra League and Master League, and these leagues change uh, what CP the Pokemon can be. So Great League is what most people in uh, Pokemon Go play. This makes it so that the max CP per Pokemon is 1500 CP. 
Ultra League makes it to the max CP per Pokemon is 2,500. And Master League basically means there is no CP. You can go insane and, uh, you know, just go ham in, in your battles or whatever. The way that they are doing this, though, right now is that they are going to be rotating out. Um, they are going to be rotating out, I guess, Pokemon uh, leagues and how they start. So it's very, very weird, but this is just how they're going to be doing it. So, first of all, a season will last about two months or so, roughly, and then everyone will be reset back down because there are certain rank rewards to get to. You start at rank one and then you work your way up to rank 10. Uh, the funny thing is, though, that the leagues will be changing out every once in a while as well. It's kind of strange, but um, Great League is January 28th, so it's been out for about a day now. It basically was out today because they had some technical errors and some temporary like disconnections and stuff like that. Uh, Ultra League is starting Monday, February 10th at 1 p.m. Master League is starting February 24th, and then Great League returns on March 9th, 2020 uh, at 1 p.m. So... When one league enters, another league will leave. So Great League will start January 28th. Then Ultra League will come out, like I said, February 10th. And then Great League will go away. And the leagues will rotate out uh, through the, you know, through everything like this. So keep that in mind that you like one type of league, you don't like another. Or if you have a team for a certain league and not the other, unfortunately, it seems like they're going to be rotating these leagues out. I'm not sure if this just means for preseason, just so they can test out all the kinks, and then once actual season one comes out, that we'll be able to choose between Great League, Ultra League, Master League, etc. all the time, or if this is what they're going to be doing. I'm not sure. So keep that in mind. Uh, you know, that type of stuff is going to be changed as well. So, how do you do Pokemon Go Battle League? And this is, um, you know, something that, um, you know, we've wanted, I've wanted to talk about for a little bit here. So... When you first get Pokemon Go Battle League, um, keep in mind that the first five matches that you will be able to play are free. You will not need to uh, do anything to get them. You just play your five matches and you're good. This It kind of also has a type of, I guess, battle pass system would be the right way to put it, but I don't like saying that because it's not you pay once. But there are two reward rankings. There's basic bundles and there are premier bundles as well. Basic bundles are totally free. Premier bundles, though, you will have to pay a raid pass to get into, and obviously those have better rewards. Keep in mind that in the Go Battle League, you'll only be able to pay uh, fight five times before you are then locked out. So what does that all mean? What am I getting at? Well, this is one of the things that I have an issue with personally in the game and uh, is probably the reason why I will be pretty casual when it goes to Go Battle League, at least for now, uh, unless this changes. So, like I said, your first five battles are free. It is on Niantic. They don't care. You can then use a raid pass to just instantly enter. Like, cool. Get your premium premium rewards. Or you cannot pay a raid pass, and you can just do your basic rewards, which is what I did and did my five passes. But then, in order to re-enter... Into the Pokemon Go Battle League, trainers need to walk five kilometers to unlock five more matches. And that's basically where I'm at right now. I did my five matches earlier today, and now I am locked out of the league. It says, Go Battle League. Walk to unlock your next uh, Go Battle League, uh, your next five Go Battle League matches. 0 0.3 kilometers out of five kilometers. So, to fight again for another five matches, I will need to walk five kilometers. Basically, one kilometer per match. 
Uh, you have to walk all five to be able to unlock it. Once you get to, I believe, two kilometers walked, you have the uh, option of unlocking the rest using poker coins, uh, basically paying your, the entry fee. So in theory, we're looking at if you want to do this really fast, uh, you have to at least walk two kilometers. There's no way around it. Then you pay 300 poker coins to get access uh, into those five matches. Then from there, you need to choose either the basic tree or the premium tree for your five matches rewards. And premium tree costs a raid pass, which is roughly about, let's say, a dollar. So you're looking at about three, you know, three to four dollars per pop sometimes uh, per thing. So that can be kind of annoying. And, uh, you know, there's that as well. Also, you can only go up to um, 15 matches a day, which means that you can have, you basically have to walk 15 kilometers a day to unlock this stuff. Now, once again, why do I like this? Why don't I like this? I get it. Um, I, I get that Pokemon Go is supposed to be a way that you are, you just go out and you just travel the world. And it's supposed to be a game that's supposed to, um, you know, you don't sit at home and play the game. You go out and play the game. Uh, unfortunately, though, I feel like this game, this mode just has a lot of issues. I don't have the time a lot of the times in my day with having a full-time job, etc., etc., to walk those five kilometers each and every day, right? There's some days I'm lucky to get an egg because uh, where I live in California, we just don't walk a lot. That's just a fact of it. Uh, I get in my car, I drive to work, you know, I might walk somewhere for lunch or I might walk down the stairs to the cafeteria or I might bring my lunch, you know what I mean? Uh, then I then get back in the car and drive back home, and uh, that's it. So there are some days where I just do not walk five kilometers, and I will not be able to walk at least five kilometers per day, maybe every other day, maybe every three days, maybe on weekends mostly, right, when I'm out and about and doing errands or playing Pokemon Go when I have some off time. But that's, I think, one of the biggest issues with this is that I get it. You want to be out. You want to be active. You want to incentivize your player base to do so. I just don't really like it. It's very disappointing to me because I was hoping that this would be something that would kind of, I don't know, take off on stream or something or take off with more content creation. But, you know, for, uh, you know, for content creators who do PVP for Pokemon Go or whatever, like this would have been cool to like grind the ladder or whatever. But unfortunately, it's like, um, you know, I did my five matches in about 30 minutes, maybe less, and then I was locked out. And you, I can't just, you know, buy more matches. I have to walk at least two kilometers and then I can buy more matches, right? So it's just very disappointing that that's how they ended up doing it or whatever. So um, I get what they're trying to do with it. I don't really care or tend to like to do it, but I don't know. I don't know an easy way to do it. For me, though, um, I think that the benefits for this as well is if you definitely are a player that is in a smaller town uh, where you can't do raids because there are not enough people if you're in a rural area, uh, for sure, I think that this is beneficial because uh, keep in mind, yeah, you have to spend a raid pass on this, but you will be able to use the free raid pass that you get once per day for spinning a gym. So that's always nice. So if you just are like, you know, I can never use these raid passes because I don't have enough people in my town. Hey, at least you can use them here. You can use it premium raid pass and then get those items unlocked and stuff like that, which is like really, really nice, really, really beneficial at least. So there are uh, there is another option to be able to use uh your raid pass as well. I don't want to go all into uh, the information and stuff like that, but there are, um, you know, there is a bunch of stuff here from ranks one to 10. Like I said earlier, you start at rank one, you end at rank 10. There's a bunch of information uh, in the article uh, that we we're talking about that shows what the rewards are for premium and basic. 
and what you end up gaining from them or whatever. Um, as I'm looking at right now, premium has way more better stuff. But like I said, I don't think I'll be, uh, I don't think I'll be able to do premium. Uh, I don't think I'll be spending money on premium. The way I'm going to use this is it's kind of like a little bonus for me. Um, I don't even have a team set up. I don't even have double charge moves set up. I don't have enough charge TMs, etc. I don't have a PVP team. I just have Pokemon that are 1500 CP. So for me personally, it's just going to be one of those things is like, oh, I got my five calmers. I can battle again. Okay, sweet. I'll just do the free one, right? Maybe I'll get, you know, an extra thousand Stardust or a couple extra candies here or encounter an extra Pokemon or whatever it might be. And just kind of have it as like a little bonus, but it won't be like my priority. But from this chart, you can kind of get the feel of, you know, the differences between the basic and premium uh, reward tiered system as well. Uh, last, uh, lastly, they said that Pikachu, Libre, and Avatar items inspired by it will be a part of the Go Battle League rewards. But Pikachu, Libre can be ex encountered exclusively by participating in the League, and Avatar items inspired by it are also exclusive to the GBL participation. Pikachu Libre is one of the two Pokemon that can win Flying Press, uh, and they said the other one is Halucha, but we're not counting on seeing Halucha in Pokemon Go anytime soon. So keep that in mind. Uh, when these encounters happen here, we're showing them off right now. There's like possible encounters of what can be encountered or whatever. I guess Pikachu Libre can be encountered as well. That doesn't mean that it is a guaranteed encounter. So for example, in ranks one through three, you can get either Snorlax, Tapix, Nivey, Oshawott, or Machop, or Pikachu Libre, right? And then when you get to ranks four to six, you can get any of these guys as well, include ranks one through three. So it becomes pretty scarce, right? So that means ranks four through six, you can encounter Snorlax, Tapix, Snivy, Oshawott, Machop, just like ranks one through three. And additionally, uh, Meditate, Skarmory, or Scraggy as well. So keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, that's the whole update with the Pokemon Go Battle League. I think it is a huge, huge, huge thing, a huge, huge update in Pokemon Go when it comes to Pokemon PvPing and stuff like that. I just wish that the uh, walking requirement would be taken out of the game and changed up a little bit because I find that like pretty disappointing in general. But I can understand what the get out and go type of stuff as well. But yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you guys so much. That is going to be it for Pogoverse episode number four. Uh, I, right before we leave, I just want to remind you guys, as always, follow me on all the social medias, uh, you know, Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow us on our podcasting sites as well to so be able to listen to it on audio. Lastly, I do want to say that we did get a couple emails and a couple people on social media asking for my trainer code and stuff like that. So if you guys are interested in adding me, um, check out the show notes or description as well. My trainer code is on there as well. If after if after you add me, if you are following me on social media, it'd probably be best to be like, hey, I added you. This is my username. Just so I can add a nickname to you guys so I know who you guys are. But if you guys do want to add me on there, feel free to do so as well. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for hanging out. And we will catch you guys on the next episode. Take care.